1: Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and as we mentioned before the break, activity happening in Utah County. The Utah Valley Chamber of Commerce has a new executive chair, and he is joining us on the line. You may recognize his voice as familiar. Former Governor uh, Gary Herbert from the great state of Utah is taking over as the new executive chair of Utah Valley Chamber of Commerce. Uh, Gov, thanks for joining us.
0: Well, thank you for having me on, Boyd. It's kind of a a new chapter in my life, a new opportunity, but very similar to what I was doing as governor.
1: Yeah, let's talk about that for a minute. uh, You have not been sitting on a rocking chair uh, since you left office (laughs) in January. Uh, You're doing a lot of things, uh, and you are a Utah County boy, and uh, you've been doing a lot with uh, Utah Valley University. And uh, tell us now about this role with the Utah Valley Chamber of Commerce.
0: Well, you're right. I'm born and bred here in Utah County, born in American Fork, uh, spent most of my life uh, raised in Orem. My wife and I, when we got married, we reside in Orem and we've been here ever since. And I really lived here all my life, except for two years on an LDS mission and for a a time in the military. Um, So it really is my home valley and my home county, my hometown. So my dad was very involved with the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, some people don't know this, but he was the president of the Orm Chamber of Commerce and helped combine the Orm and Provo Chambers to to one, which is the forerunner to what is now the Utah Valley Chamber of Commerce. So I probably have this idea of business and association and working together for good economics uh, in my DNA from my dad. Yeah. And So I'm looking forward to the opportunity here in Utah uh, Valley to make sure we have a good strategic plan going forward because, as you know, boy, this is probably the fastest-growing place a part of our state it's just a phenomenal growth
1: down here yeah it's fascinating in fact, we were just uh, looking to Kemp C. gardner policy institute the university of utah uh, talked about a lot of those uh, projections in terms of utah's population uh could go as high as uh, 5.8 6 million people uh, in the next uh, 30 years or so and uh, utah county of course is to uh, take a, a good chunk of that growth uh, and so talk yep. to us about about this uh, strategic uh, approach in terms of the economy and, and opportunity there in, in Utah Valley?
0: Well, I, I think growth is one of the challenges that we face uh, throughout the state, frankly, and certainly in some of the high-growth areas, it's a big issue, Utah County being one of them. Uh, so you look at Saratoga Springs, Eagle Mountain, which were, uh, were created when I was a county commissioner back in the 90s, and they're now, Saratoga Springs is at 43,000, Eagle Mountain's at 48,000, and they've got each one of them about fifteen hundred homes on uh, building permits in a queue, which is another forty or fifty thousand people. So uh, that's going to happen. This explosive growth, and we need to—it's not—it's going to it's not, it's gonna happen whether you like it or not. So the best thing we can do is prepare for it and anticipate it, make sure that we accommodate it, so that we have no diminution of, li- of quality of life. And the, the the business community has a responsibility, as well as an opportunity to help share future so that we have good quality of life and good quality growth economically you know uh, all of my kids live in utah county all six of them all my 70 grandchildren are here and uh, that's a a nice thing for us to be able to associate their families good quality life does not include having to export your children they choose to go that's great but not they shouldn't have to go there because they can't find work and some of our rural parts of utah have that very scenario Mm. so um Again, economic opportunity should be there for everybody and, and, and certainly in our backyard. So I'm going to see what we can do to make sure that happens for the next decade here in Utah County and beyond. And really to help us work as a, an association of, of business with other associations of business, other chambers of commerce in the in the cities as well as across the state. And I think that collaborative effort will help us get the optimal place we we need to be. Uh, for this next 40 or 50 years.
1: That's fantastic. And uh, my wife, Debbie, may be calling since we we have six grandchildren that are out of state right now. Uh, She may call you to get the secret sauce to to get them back into the county here. Uh, Governor, you've also been doing a lot uh, uh, with Utah Valley University. Uh, You had uh, an event last week, uh, which was uh, real crucial kinds of conversations, uh, which we always appreciate. Uh, Just give us a little sneak uh, peek into some of the activities there Uh, down at Utah Valley University?
0: Well, you know, uh, universities, colleges uh, are designed to help us have discussion and to learn and appreciate different points of view and do so with a mutual respect that's necessary to have appropriate dialogue. I think somehow, for whatever reason, the last few years, our, our conversations have become a little more coarse. Uh, they've, they've become a little disrespectful to each other. It's us versus them. The other side is always the enemy. And and I hope that we can have the rising generation to understand that's not the best way to get things done. It's not the best way to, in fact, influence people and and change their mind to your way of thinking. Calling names and yelling at them does not really work. And so, as I said before, I'm an unabashed right-of-center conservative. Uh, but I'm moderate in tone and inclusive in process. So as we work together, we can understand and maybe improve the outcome and make it better for the future. So our public policy forum that we had last night was with uh, Tim Shriver, a brilliant man, a uh, Kennedy, his, his uh, mother and father Eunice and, and Sergeant Shriver. And his mother was a Kennedy, uh, a very solid Democrat, a good, active uh, Catholic uh, a religious god-fearing man with a with a great sense of common sense great head for yeah. for good ideas of how we could come together he's created a group called unite so he's addressing some of the confusion we see out in the marketplace now and some of the things that are just a little bit the same way and he made a, a wonderful presentation last night that got us all thinking and scratching our heads and saying hey what can I do to, to do better
1: uh, so good we uh, we actually had Tim uh, on the program and in the studio and yeah he definitely that that uh, Kennedy vein uh, goes uh, real deep. Uh, there, there were a couple yes. moments I thought, "Wow, yeah. that was that was a very uh, John F. Kennedy esque statement uh, that he yeah. made." And uh, but some really great, yeah. uh, powerful ideas around uniting and and finding that uh, that common ground. Uh, well, there's uh, lots of great things ahead. And uh, the former Utah Governor Gary Herbert, uh, he will be back with us uh, again. He the announcement today, Utah Valley Chamber of Commerce uh, named. Gary Herbert as the new executive chair. Uh, keep everything rolling in the business community and economic opportunity in Utah County as it continues to, to grow and thrive. Uh, Governor, thanks. You'll always be gov to me. Uh, <laughs> thanks for joining well, thank us Thank you. And
0: again, we all have opportunities to contribute. and I, I'm happy to stay involved and certainly wish to stay well. And Again, I know it's National Prayer Day and we pray for the well-being of all of us here in this country and in this, uh, in our state and So uh, I believe in the advocacy of prayer, so I hope everybody spends a little extra time on their knees today.
1: Uh, Wonderful, and I appreciate you uh, raising that. We've had uh, uh, the imam uh, from uh, the Muslim community uh, joined us from Utah Islamic Center, uh, Imam Shoeb, and, of course, Reverend Moses. Uh, We had Elder uh, Schmutz from the church, and uh, coming up next, uh, we'll be joined by Rabbi Avrami Zippel. So, uh, Gov, thanks for joining us. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the rabbi will join us as we continue our focus on this National Day of Prayer Day here on KSL News Radio.
0: I'm Dave Cawley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985.